Welcome back to Walk Together Fiercely. Thank you for being here and spending your precious time with us. Today we are talking about the microbiome. This is the tiny, invisible life that is all around us, on every surface, and even in the air we breathe. We talk about how the microbiome is related to our overall health, and more specifically, our gut health. We talk about our connection to nature and how we can let go of fear and lean more into the trust of our interconnectedness with it all. Our intention is to empower you with knowledge so that you can confidently create better health and live a more joyful and free life. If you love this episode, please support us and help us to amplify our voices by sharing this episode with your friends. You can give us a five-star rating on Apple or Spotify, leave us a glowing written review on Apple Podcasts, or connect with us and share on Instagram. You can find us on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. We love it when you tag us in your posts or send us messages. Thank you so much for your support. And now for the episode. Let's walk together fiercely into our microbiome and towards harmonious health. All right. Happy day. We're back together. I'm excited. I, I love recording. Days. I think I'm more excited about this than you are. I have to say like, well, I know this is your jam. So this is where you totally get excited. But we have been doing such a wonderful series with you. Um, and I can tell you, Tara, my mind has been blown a number of times. I've learned so much and I have so appreciated it. And so I have been kind of asking uh, for this from you. And today we're going to be talking about gut health and all those things that come along inside a healthy floral gut am i is that right yeah we were going to talk about the microbiome and just this came in january where we kind of took a bit of a pivot because i thought why not empower people with naturopathic knowledge like when i went to school i learned so much and i felt really passionate about like, why are we not taught this earlier in life? Why is this not just front and center? Like, our health and the way our body works and functions is just part of every single day. So, yeah, we started out with the eat the rainbow. Yep. That was a good one on micronutrients. Then yep. we went to the macronutrients. And I think we're just going to keep nerding out. Well, it's not even that. Like, I can't, I can't tell you, like, how, this affects almost everybody, right? Like gut health at one point or another in your life, you've, you know, you've experienced, you know, maybe some gut problems. I will venture as far as to say, I think that I can see more and more of this happening. And I don't like in terms of my own clients, like talking about things that are going on in their bodies and what they're experiencing and gut health is super important. And I think that this could be more than one episode ultimately because these also the energetic viewpoint and understanding that our gut is like a second brain in our body and so you know supporting it and feeling good in our gut is incredibly important from my perspective because that helps your intuition uh, there's so many ways to look at this but I am so excited you know just from the conversation that we've been having already about how to support gut health and um 
yeah, this is something that right now in our world we need. And we're big on self-care, as you said. And so this is continuing on just excellent self-care, loving self, and putting things in that are really going to help shape our well-being. I love that you said that the gut is our second brain because not even from an energetic standpoint, from a medical standpoint, that's true. Really? Yes, hugely. You you hit the nail on the head. Like that's a whole episode in itself is the way, like, yes, we have our trust our gut, trust our gut instincts, but we have the vagus nerve, which is one of the biggest nerves in the body. It's one of our cranial nerves. So coming from our head and it goes down and it innervates our entire gut. Get out. Okay. So there's the actual neurological connection between the brain and the gut. There's also our, most of our immune system lies in our gut and 80% of our serotonin is made in our gut. So we talk, we think, yeah. That's the happy one, right? Yeah. That's like people can take SSRIs or SNRIs for mood and serotonin is more of our happy hormone makes makes us happy in the brain but it's actually made in the gut so if we don't have good gut health we're not going to have good mental health no way you literally hit the nail on the head there you just absolutely blew my mind again tara (laughs) holy crow this is where we're going to say call in naturopathic doctors like it is gut health is our jam so wherever people are if you find a naturopathic doctor it's the basis of our training. There is a lot on guts. There's a lot we can do on guts. I've made poo jokes on here so many times, but it's very important. Like you can tell a lot based on a bowel movement. You can tell a ton about people based on their gut health. And it is, in my opinion, it is the center of our total health. It begins in our gut. Wow. Our gut is our interface. Like if you think of the gut as a lumen, so like it's a tube and it goes... Um, oral to anal a tube and the inside of our guts is more the outside world it's just a tube that runs through us and this is where we integrate our outside world and pull it in this is where we pull in our nutrition we pull out we interface with the outside world with this tube that runs through our whole body it's really the science of it's really cool um yeah, it's it's huge for health for so many reasons. And uh, a lot of people have heard the buzz term like leaky gut. So if we do get inflammation in the gut and those tight gap junctions that allow absorption to happen, but not too much, these uh, that interface of that lumen or that lining of the gut, if that gets uh, gaps in it and leakiness, it actually shows too that this has a link with like leaky brain and that we can actually like there's uh, there's huge mental health components really okay so poor gut health we can have obviously digestive symptoms we can have mental symptoms but we can have overall inflammation in the body we can have joint pain we can have weight gain we can have it affects everything wow it's very cool. So that being so said, this is why it's so important to pay attention to. In other words, like you just, you just snapped me into attention right quick. <laughs> yeah. I think that like we can just take it for granted. Like, oh, I put food in and then yeah. bowel movements come out and that's just, we just throw whatever food in our body. But that, the way that we eat and the way that our guts actually function, I think is the centerpiece of our total health. So if we pay a bit more attention to... How do I feel in my body? 
Um, when I eat these foods, do my joints feel worse? Like these kind of connections, it's just, it's definitely something to pay attention to. And there's so many things we're not going to get into it in this episode that can affect our gut health. But I really wanted to talk about the microbiome today. Excellent. Right. So our micro, this is actually kind of inspired by, um, a conversation that I had with my six-year-old because we were talking about the microbiome and he says, what's that? And we have this little black cat. His name's Kevin. <laughs> He's <And> so cute. <laughs> He's such a nervous little guy. He's funny. So I, Kevin happens to walk by as my son asked me what the microbiome is. And I said, well, biome is life. It's the, it's the kind of, like if you talk about the biome of a forest, it's the trees, it's the fungi, it's mm-hmm. the soil, it's the mushrooms. It's, it's the, the ecosystem. It's the whole ecosystem. It's, yeah. it's the birds, it's the animals. So micro means very small. So I said that Kevin is like a micro panther. Indeed. And and he got this. He's like, he thought that was so funny. So essentially our microbiome is tiny, tiny life. So we can't see the microbiome. This is going to be bacteria, viruses, fungi, protozoa, parasites, all these, this tiny, tiny life. And we aren't taught a lot about this, but it's everywhere. And I said to my son, like, you could lick your hand and you've just licked a bazillion microbiome, all these little organisms. Mm -hmm. Like, it's in the air we breathe, it's in the water we drink, it's everywhere we touch, it's the soil, it's on our food. Everything is coded in this microbiome. We just can't see it. So in the last two years, we've had so much fear. Uh, And when I think of how this is... We've had so much fear of a virus, and rightfully so, it's it's causing damage. But I said to a patient once that viruses aren't alive, and I saw their face drop, and I thought, I wonder if the majority of people know this. No, I did not know this. Okay. Absolutely not. I, please explain. I just wanted to clarify that, yeah. I guess. And I think that the climate of fear that we've all been having, maybe we've watched too many horror movies, but I even found myself forgetting this because there was almost this energy of this invisible thing that's alive and it's hunting you down and it wants to get you and I would like right yes exactly and I'm like that's what I thought it's not it's not alive a virus is not alive so it is a packaged chunk of DNA and it floats around it can travel in the air it's teeny teeny tiny it's way smaller than bacteria and it cannot replicate until it has a host and a host can be an animal a person a plant they can even use bacteria as a host there's so you have this dna or rna so either double-stranded or single-stranded package of dna and then it's wrapped in a protein floating around and when it finds the host it can use the host's machinery to replicate and you get a runny nose or some of them. Yeah. Probably we, there's... Or, or nothing. Absolutely. Oh, okay. Absolutely. There are one number that I heard was 10 to the 15 viruses in our bloodstream at any given time. All different kinds. So that is 10 with 15 zeros after it. Different kinds of viruses always within us. Wow. Like that's huge. We, our brains can't even comprehend this. We have more gut bacteria then we have our own human cells 
what now? Right? Like that's, that's really actually challenging for me to comprehend. It's challenging for me to comprehend. Yeah. Like it's, it, we have so, and, and the and thing it's is, good? yes, we, we, we would die without our bacteria. Ooh. We would die without our microbiome. Like it works with us. Okay. We have bacteria that make different vitamins for us that we would not be able to have without our microbiome. Wow. Like we, we need to live in harmony with the microbiome. And when we do not have this harmony or this balance, that's what our immune system is for. Right. So for the most part, we can live in check with the air we breathe, the soil we drink, the food we eat, what is living in our body and on our body. And if one comes along that is pathogenic, whether it be a bacterial infection, a viral infection, a fungal infection, whatever it is, that's where our our own system kicks in and goes, okay, let's raise the body's temperature. Let's get a fever. And that's going to kill whatever's living there. And then the, that's the fever. Right. That's the job of the fever. Right. Or we get a runny nose and the mucus helps clear it. Clear that. Mem- or we get yeah. diarrhea. We've eaten something with bacteria. Right. That's that food poisoning kind of thing. And then our body clears it out. Exactly. So our body is made to have these systems to keep our microbiome in check. And I think that what we've lost sight of is we think that biology is working against us and that we need to almost play God or, or kill, kill it. That bacteria is bad, that viruses are bad. And this is just, uh, couldn't be farther from the truth. Wow. Yeah. So I wanted, I guess my intentions to clarify that. Like, and I also think of our gut health. Let's go with gut health. Um, if we take antibiotics, and this is not a slam on antibiotics, no, they are life-saving, yes, absolutely, life-saving, absolutely necessary yeah. in times. But think of our gut lumen. Let's think of our large intestines as a stadium. So we've got, I guess, the Super Bowl would have happened by the time this gets released. But let's picture that stadium. It's filled with fans, and the this is our microbiome inside of our gut. It has bacteria, it has viruses, it has fungi, it has all these things. Now, if we take a dose of antibiotics, meaning killing bacteria, it is going to go and it's going to knock out, let's say it knocks out 80% of those fans. Okay. We have a lot of empty seats, right? So then you might have an overgrowth of, let's say, fungus because the antibiotic doesn't kill the fungus. So this is where people can get yeast infections after. Right. So it's got room. Yes, or we can have um, antibiotic-resistant strains. And so those fans, they stay in the seats, and then they are like, ooh, I've got all this space to replicate. And they invite their friends, and then we can have these antibiotic-resistant strains of certain things. Oh, it's always like those few that ruin it for the rest, right? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah, like so I guess what I'm saying here is like a good, healthy, robust microbiome in our gut is an amazing defense because it's going, you're going to have, if you have a lot of good bacteria, it's going to outcompete the bad and it's going to maintain seats. Okay. Right? How do we know what is good bacteria? 
Like, how do we know? Like, so we, so when we, so for example, taking like probiotics, eating like prebiotic foods and things like that, those are the kinds of bacteria that we want in our body. We yes. want to encourage that kind of flora. Yes. And then if we are seeing symptoms in somebody, then we know we have a bit of a dysbiosis. So whether they've okay. got stuff going on and there's many different reasons and many different treatments. So it's a whole thing on its own. Um, but for the most part, if we're taking big, healthy, bulky bowel movements, that's, that's it's our a good sign. sign. That it's is. a good sign. Okay. Yeah. So okay. I, the bowel movements can be a huge thing to look at. Um, and I think what we wanted to highlight here is our harmony with nature mm. is getting out into nature, taking those big breaths in and not feeling like nature's against us and trying to get us. But to see it as this beautiful integration that we are nature, like we oh. are through and through mm. made of this stuff. That just made me feel a little bit more peaceful inside. I like that. Oh, nice. Yeah. So um, we are growing our food in a way um, that I have a few questions about. <laughs> And so I like as do I. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> but it is like when I grow uh, my own stuff in my own garden, for example, and I pull out those gorgeous little carrots. I mean, they're all funny little shapes and they don't look like the ones in the store necessarily. And I don't bother peeling them like I wash them mm -hmm. and even sometimes just with the hose and then chomp, chomp, chomp in they go. And you're getting a little bit of that. Yes. Garden dirt, so to speak. Yes. Uh, yeah. And my husband always has a saying, you got to eat a little bit of the dirt too. That's where good microbiome is coming from. Absolutely. Yeah. There's always the possibility of a pathogenic one there. Like, okay. You could have, if you got some dog poop in your garden, there's a chance. Oh God. Of, right? No. That's why we have raised, raised garden beds. Yes. No, that does not happen. Yes. Like there's, there's just always that possibility that there could be a strain that's not going to be good and it's going to get you sick and people can get sick from water they can get sick from soil a healthy immune system and a healthy microbiome within ourselves healthy stomach acid that's going to kill some stuff that comes into it's it's all if we have a system in harmony it can handle that but yes right. the dirt is good like they have they're having now probiotic um things that are made from soil Right? Really? Yeah. Well, Dr. Okay. Zach Bush, again, I've spoken about him before. He's you have. wildly brilliant. He loves to talk about the microbiome. Uh, if you want more on this topic, he's a, definitely a resource for that. But he does. He sells a, a supplement that it's, and it's made from soil. And wow. it's rebuilding that microbiome within us, that nature within us. My kid's favorite way to eat a carrot is straight from the garden, rinse yeah. in the hose and eat. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And this is where. So we compared antibiotics in the gut. You can think of that with like, say, hand sanitizer. If we're going around and we're hand sanitizing our hands, we are going to kill the natural skin flora that is susceptible to being killed by the hand sanitizer. But you're going to leave strains that are resistant on the hands that the hand sanitizer didn't destroy. So then you're going to get an increase in these hand sanitizer resistant bugs. Jeez. So in our food, one thing is Roundup or glyphosate that we are mass spraying crops and we're just 
It's horrible. It's killing so much of the microbiome. And when you put this kind of stress on the microbiome in the system, you're going to get new life. You're going to get evolution. You're going to get these strains that rise up that the Roundup's not killing. Right. right? So any of these things, when we think that we are against the microbiome and we need to kill the microbiome, the microbiome's going to live. It's going to evolve and it's going to pop up new strains. So I think my thought on any of that kind of stuff is use it mindfully, use it respectfully. Like if we're, it's great, go sanitize your hands after you touch something and want to clean them. But if we're pumping it all the time and overusing it, that's not going to be helpful. Not at all. The same as overusing antibiotics cannot be helpful. So right. I guess it's with anything, it's it's dose, right? It's the difference between a medicine and a poison can be just dosing. So mm-hmm. I wanted to shine a light on, on the microbiome and have reverence for all that it does for us because it is essentially the way our body interfaces with nature. There's this communication between us and nature with this tiny life this tiny life has so much going on and it is how we receive a lot of messages from nature wow that's really cool so if you're saying that we are taking this we're taking more of our microbiome in that we're going to be kind of just more aligned with nature in general yeah. Oh, that gives me gooseies, Michelle. Well said. Yeah, totally. That's really cool. And that's the difference between sitting in a stuffy home and just breathing that air or walking through the forest and breathing that. Like you can feel that in all of your being. You can feel that it affects your physiology. It affects your being. Absolutely. And I remember being in med school and learning about certain topics. There was a few topics that I'm like... In medicine, we still believe the world's flat. There is so much that we don't know. And when Mm -hmm. you think of the forest and the way that trees can communicate through their root systems or the, oh, have you watched Fantastic Fungi? Yes. On Netflix? Yes. Oh my gosh. So the way the fungi and the microorganisms, there's this communication that we really are just learning about the beauty of it and I think that that level of communication is going on more than we even have any comprehension of I think with our breath with our energetics as we walk through a forest there's there is a level of communication we step on the earth Mm -hmm. and and the life under our foot Mm -hmm. feels us like there's just always this interconnectedness with nature mm. and we are not separate from it we we cannot be separate from it that will be our demise i believe absolutely yeah so this episode is an invitation to reintegrate us as being with nature and a part of nature and not greater than it not we don't have this ability to control it to manipulate it and but to be one with it with it lovely so as we are speaking about um creating a healthier microbiome within what are some of the best and easiest ways that we can access that and start to make changes that might potentially even help right now 
I think the hugest shift is just our perspective of it. Really? Is instead of thinking bacteria equals bad or viruses equal bad and sterility or separateness is good, I think that if we can just open up our mind and see it a bit different, I think that it will affect our biology differently. Wow. I think that... That's really an energetic perspective. Right? Yeah. It's the way we look at it. Yeah. That if we think that we are separate from nature, our our physiology is going to feel that and is going to react in that way. But if we have this integrated piece of us that we know that we are with nature, then, oh, it just makes my whole being rest. Mm-hmm. That we don't have to control. We don't have to manipulate. We don't have to assert our dominance over nature right that we can live with it and that just even that shift in perspective feels like it changes the biology within me it's and then other than that it is get in nature it's get your hands in the dirt breathe the air breathe the forest Mm -hmm. eat the dirt grow Mm -hmm. your garden and get in touch with our food like if we're buying all this mass sprayed food and this processed food and it's wrapped in plastic and it's we that's just more of this disconnect between us and nature so I think the more that we can again reconnect with nature reconnect with ourself then that's going to bring more harmony wow that is really really beautiful so uh having my little backyard garden visiting my local farmer's market and um, local farms that I can buy food from locally, I know is good for me. And I know I feel better when I do it. It's hard to do that in the winter in North America. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so um, what can I put in to consciously aid that even knowing that um, I might not be able to get everything fresh that I want all winter long or all those things is there anything like that that you would suggest that would be helpful to support us in the winter yeah yeah it's this oh that just gives me another episode idea of the the seasonality of it because winter is a time of rest Mm. and nature rests it gets a blanketed in snow there's less green plants. That's right. Taking in that carbon, cleaning that air for us. So this is this time where we have natural cold and flu season. We, I think that the answer is seasonally prepping a bit. Ooh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like I, to me, the answer I get is that there's this rhythm to our year. And I think we should do a, an episode on that because we eat all of the good food in the summer we get our hands in the soil our feet in the soil we swim in the lakes we immerse ourselves in nature and in the fall we do some prep we do some food prep you bet and our body's ready to rest through the winter time do our best with our food choices available connect to our breath i'll I'm going to go on a side tangent about breath in a second mm-hmm. and then spring is naturally a time for new growth eating our microgreens, getting into our spring detoxes so that we can rejuvenate ourselves through the sun, sunny months and the summer and 
get back out into nature. I think it's important in the winter still to make a point of getting in nature. And I really love connecting to the trees. There's a peacefulness to them. Mm -hmm. There's a rest and there's a deep trust that spring's coming. There's this, can't even explain it. We went, we spent a week skiing. So I was up in all the trees and I'm like, they trust the rest time knowing that the summer is going to come back like Absolutely. The, but there is this letting go there is this acceptance mm-hmm. of the harsh elements of winter and they're built for that and they have that resiliency mm-hmm. what I was going to say about breath and I think that breath is it can be um, a very overlooked tool but we talked about that vagus nerve at the very start yeah so Let's go into our biology here. So in our chest, we have our heart, we have our lungs. Underneath our lungs, we have this big muscle called the diaphragm. Mm -hmm. And when we take big belly breaths, this moves our diaphragm up and down. So if we are relaxed, we're going to take big breaths. Our diaphragm is going to move. Our lungs are going to open and we're going to breathe deeply. As the diaphragm moves, it actually massages the organs in our guts. It goes up and down. And that's going to help digestion. The vagus nerve that runs from our brain down into our gut actually goes through the diaphragm. So as we take these big belly breaths, the diaphragm moves up and down, massaging that vagus nerve, sending a signal back to our brain that we're safe, that we're resting. Because when we're stressed, we're going to breathe up higher in our lungs. We're not going to move that diaphragm. Right. So the diaphragm is not going to communicate to the vagus nerve that we're safe to rest and digest right being our calm state is that rest and digest state Mm -hmm. we're getting diaphragm action there we're getting feedback with the vagus nerve which is our gut brain connection if we're stressed and we're breathing shallow up high in our lungs we're in our fight or flight we're in our sympathetic mode and that affects our digestion and it affects our digestion unreal and this is primal this is our that's that nervous system we could do another episode on that but it's um if we're being chased by a tiger and shout out to year of the tiger this year (laughs) (laughs) if we're being chased by a tiger our guts don't care to digest our meal that we just ate you need to run for your life right so digestion shut down so this is a metaphor for stress yeah. in your life Yeah, that if you are having stress in one area or another, that your digestion is not going to be cooperating. It's not going to be getting the innervation that it needs to work properly. So wow. if you get stagnant, we get, yeah, stress has a huge, huge effect on the gut and, and it's very primal. That's our body taking care of us. If the tiger's coming it doesn't care about our immune system. It doesn't care about our gut health. It's like, it's going to put energy. We've got to run. Yeah. And in our modern world, our we might ner- not be running from a physical tiger. It could be a deadline. It could be a relationship right. stressor. It can be whatever we we're afraid of or running from, but it's just that energy of fear. Wow. Mm-hmm. So you have a magic wand. You're going to take away our stress. No, we're just all going to deep breathe. <laughs> we're we deep can breathe. connect okay. to that breath and we can do that okay. big belly breathing. And yeah. it tells our nervous system, this is rest and digest time. So this is sitting down for our meals. 
connecting with loved ones, laughing around the dinner table. Like if Mm. we have that rest around mealtime, we're going to have better digestion. Mm -hmm. We're going to have happier microbiome in there. Ooh, that's so lovely. But if we're eating on the go, we're stressed out, we're in our car, we're driving, we're barely chewing our food. Good luck digestion. Oh my gosh. That is a really good takeaway. So yeah, I'm going to have a more relaxing, I'm going to work on that. I mean, I do like Mm -hmm. (laughs) mealtime, clearly, (laughs) but but relaxing more and breathing deeply through the process. What a beautiful thing to do, Tara. Yeah. And even the power in a day to just stop and take five big belly breaths. Mm -hmm. You do that a few times a day and you're literally changing your nervous system. Mm Mm-hmm. There's so much power just within that breath and it's cheap. (laughs) It's Mm -hmm. easy. It's with us all the time. Mm -hmm. And you're breathing in your microbiome. I love that. (laughs) So as we're eating our rainbow and eating all those good whole foods and just taking a bit more care of what's going in and then talking to our body maybe is what it sounds like I'm hearing you say is and breathing in that biome and not being so afraid of our environment but maybe being more aligned with it mm-hmm. is going to literally transform digestion habits mm-hmm. incredible thank you so much for joining us today I'm just loving these conversations and the journey of becoming more connected to our body, what goes in, how it makes us feel, and the effect that food and our environment has upon each of us. Today was like a beautiful introduction to better understanding all of that little internal microflora that can truly affect our health and our well-being. Learning that our gut gut health affects so many other areas of our body, including our mental health, is just so interesting and something that we all need to support. As we have come out of these past several years, we are deeply in need of self-care, self-love, and self-nourishing. We may not have control over everything or maybe even things that we wish we could, but we can control the choices that we make and what goes in our food. Every single time we make a purchase at the grocery store, we are voting with our dollars. Companies are watching and they will respond by providing more of what they know sells. So ask for it. Buy local buy organic when possible and encourage your friends and family to do the same and as we do we are going to see more of it if we do not live in harmony with nature it will entirely be to our detriment we can do it for so long but it's just not going to be a sustainable solution buying local making changes and adjustments to food preservation growing your own will not only make you healthier and happier, it will transform our planet for the better. Know that you are one with nature, that we live with nature, and that nature lives within each of us. Let's take a moment for a breath of peace together, and let's breathe in our microbiome. Take a nice deep cleansing breath, Pulling that air down deep into your lungs, 
that place within you that is your diaphragm. And as you are breathing beautifully and deeply, imagine that you can see inside and that your breath is massaging and nurturing and caring for all those internal organs. And so breathing into those deep places just for this time, I ask you to put aside the chaos of the world, setting aside any worries, doubts, or fears, and using your imagination Imagine that you are walking in a beautiful place in nature, surrounded by tall trees, a variety of grasses and plants that you can hear birds chirping and a really beautiful gentle breeze this beautiful place asks absolutely nothing of you there's nothing you need do there's no role you need play you can just simply be So breathing that beautiful energy in, what does your heart need you to know? What is something that your body just thrives upon when it is received? in, allowing your organs to be massaged and nurtured, breathing in peace, you are safe, you are one with nature and the universe. You came here to experience exactly this. Feeling the sun on your face. Walking upon beautiful Mother Earth, 
the trees, to see the majesty of our beautiful earth home and to appreciate it with every fiber of your being. to walk your journey today be gentle with yourself breathe deeply and know that you are safe that you are loved and that you are deeply cherished Until next time, only love and light to you, and only love and light from you. We would love for you to join us on our podcast page on Instagram at Walk Together Fiercely. Here we can chat, have community, ask questions, and lots of other extra information that you might not get on our podcast. For more information about us, you can find Dr. Tara on Instagram at Dr. Tara Drummond. For more information about me, Michelle, you can find me on Instagram at Michelle Morrison Medium. All other information about me is on my website, thebalancedsoul.com. This podcast is recorded by Michelle and Tara and is edited and arranged by Sammy Lucan. Any medical information provided is information only and is not to be used for diagnostic or treatment purposes. This information is not a substitute for professional diagnosis and treatment. Please consult your healthcare provider before making any healthcare decisions or for guidance and treatment of specific medical conditions.